All right, praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to our Bible study this wonderful evening. Hope and pray everybody's doing well out there, and welcome back to another Bible study this evening. We are grateful to be back again, just thankful to God for another day, and truly, truly that he has made. It's been an awesome day. We hope and pray you've had an awesome day as well. And um, truly, truly, God is good, and, and, and it's just no complaints at all. He's an awesome God. He loves you, he cares for you, and his mercy, no doubt, endure forever, every single day. We uh, continue to encourage you to study God's word and continue to learn of his word. Continue to uh, read it daily. It's, it's nourishment to the soul. It's, it's everything that you need, no doubt, to, to survive in this world to, and eventually to make it to heaven. And so we, the Bible tells us to study to show ourselves approved. And so with this uh, half an hour Bible study and really uh, uh, services of various things, but it's important for you to have your own personal devotion as well. Your own personal devotion and to study and learn of God's word. You can't sit here and wait for me to teach all the time. You have to have a daily devotion. That's why the Bible tells us to meditate on his word day and night. Meditate on it. Think about it. Rehearse the scriptures in your mind and, and just go think about the word of God throughout your day. It will help you along the way. And, and, and it'll help you through trials and tribulations. You can come back to something that will help you uh, in the long run. Again, when you're going through a situation, you're going through a trial in your life. And so it's really we are thankful for the word of God. We we want to uh, focus tonight. We're going to just cover another topic tonight about the benefits of dwelling in God. The benefits of dwelling in God. Dwelling meaning to live in God. We, we know we must live for God. And not only that, but you live in God. Live in Christ. And let Christ live in you. And to dwell in him. We live in the body of Christ. Uh, we are the body of Christ. And we dwell in him and who he is. And so... Um, we want to focus on that today and about the benefits of that. And when you do that, when you walk in him and talk in him and dwell in him and his His will and his ways, truly you will be blessed. Uh, uh, I want to open up in John 15. John chapter 15 we'll look at this evening. Uh, really, uh, we're going to focus on Psalms in a minute, but uh, John chapter 15, uh, verses 1 through 10. And really it's well, abiding, Jesus was talking about abiding in him and abiding in the Father. And truly, that's where it all starts. And when we come to Christ and know Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, you begin to commit your life in Him. You begin to say, God, I'm going to dwell in your will, in your ways, in, in, in the things that you want me to do. And so when you begin to do that, uh, benefits come along with that as well. And so we're going to look at it tonight. The Bible says, I am the vine, and, and my Father is the husband. Man, this is Jesus speaking. This is Jesus speaking in, in verse 1. Again, He was saying He's the vine. He's that that's uh, that, that, that piece of the tree, if you please, that, that branches off from the stemming from the Father. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, <clears throat> he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges, and that it may bring forth more fruit. So you think about this, how that uh, in all of this, uh, God began to show us, we, he wants us to be fruitful. If you can get that uh, for me, that uh, we be fruitful. Be, uh, to be what God wants us to be, to be uh, aware of God, to be in his will, I should say, to be who he wants us to be. And so uh, he tells us to be fruitful in this. He wants us to be fruitful. And when we abide in him, when we don't abide in God, when we don't do his will, when we don't uh, live according to how he wants us to live, we become unfruitful. But God wants you to be fruitful tonight. And he says we will bear, bear forth much fruit. And he says, but if we don't, he will purge us. Uh, he, he wants to purge us as well. I share with you about cutting away, cutting away of some things that are displeasing to God, cutting away some things that are hindered, and on and on and on. And so, if you think about that, 
God will purge us. God will correct us. God will make us. But if we un unpurgeable, if you say, God, I'm good to go. I, I'm, 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 I've arrived already. And I, we are not, God cannot move and abide in us. So, so we be, have to continue to say, God, continue to mold me, continue to shape in me, continue to make me who you want me to be. Let's look at it. The Bible says, uh, verse 3 says, Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. So again, back to the study, back to the word of God. It cleanses the heart, cleanses the mind. Uh, in Psalms what, 119, tells us, he says, Lord, abide, uh, let your word hide it in my heart. I want to hide your word in my heart that I may not sin against thee. And so naturally, we, we want to uh, stick to God's word. It keeps you clean, keeps your mind right, keeps your heart right. Amen. On and so on and so forth. The Bible says, Abide, number four, abide in me, and I in you, and as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, nor more, no, no, no more can ye except ye abide in me. And so we can do nothing without God. We need God every step of the way. That's what it says here in verse five. He says, I am the vine, and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same beareth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. That is, we can do nothing without God. We have to abide and dwell and stay connected to the source, our Almighty God. The Bible says here in verse six, "I am, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and are they are burned." You think about that. It's basically it's saying it eventually will be a funeral. It'll eventually be a funeral where you'll begin to shrivel up and die because you've disconnected, you've separated yourself. From, uh, again, from God, you separate yourself from the will of God, and men die daily because of this. They're not connected with the source, they're not connected with our Heavenly Father, they're not connected with Jesus. And so people die lost without God every day. Brothers and sisters, we don't want to be that way. We must stay connected. We must stay in touch with God, in tune with God every step of the way. Number uh, seven, it goes on, it says, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you, you shall ask what you will. And it shall be done unto you. Talking about the benefits tonight, the benefits of of dwelling, of dwelling in God. And so when we pray, God will answer the prayers. When you have a need, God will meet that need. When you have a shortcoming, God will fill the void. On and on and on, God will be able to do this because why? Well, you're you're part of Him. You dwell in Him. You're dependent on Him. You you're part of who He is. You're part and a body and Almighty God. And so He says, when you pray, He said, I'll answer. I'll meet that need. So we encourage you, abide in God, get in God. Getting his word, getting God's will tonight. The Bible says in verse 8, he says, Hearing is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit, and so ye shall be my disciples. So, God, to God be the glory, he wants you to be fruitful. He wants us to be fruitful in every aspect of our lives, in the spiritual, spiritual speaking, in the secular speaking as well. God wants us to be blessed, blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed in everything that you do. Uh, he is our God, and he wants you to. Uh, prosper in your ways and be blessed and healthy and strengthened in Almighty God. And he says it because you are his disciples. You have decided to live a disciplined life. You've decided to um, live a structured life in God's plan, in God's will. He will bless you because you dwell in him. As you follow him and, and abide in him and stay uh, connected, as we said earlier, with him, you will be blessed. The Bible says, nine, he says, as the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue in my love. You must continue in the love of God. You must continue to love God as you did the first day you prayed for salvation. As you did 
uh, again, the day you decided to get filled with the Holy Spirit, whatever the case may be, when you let your love for Christ grow greater every single day, not to faith, but to grow closer. The Bible says in verse 10, he says, if you keep my commandments, you shall abide in my love. And even as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. So he says, as I've done it, he says, you do it as well. He says, you can do it as well. You can live for God. You can serve him. You can uh, stay connected. You can, as we love the Father, we love Jesus. We love, again, the work of God. You love the people of God. You love the things pertaining to God. Let that be your prayer, and no doubt you will see the benefits. And I want to go to another set of scriptures here in Psalm 91. Uh, let's open up with that because it was talking about dwelling, dwelling, dwelling. And so we was going to focus on Psalm 91 tonight, but I, I wanted to uh, capture that as well. But the benefits of dwelling, the dwelling in God. And the Bible says here in Psalms 91, for me, verse of Scripture, for me, verse of Scripture, there's a divine protection, a divine, uh, a special thing that God does for his children. Some things that God, only the children of God can uh, can experience. And so let's look at some of this. The Bible says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. <clears throat> Get into that secret place with God. Get into that place of worship, that place of prayer. Get into that place where, again, you and God have a special relationship, an intimate relationship, that, that place with Almighty God. He says he will bring you underneath his shadow, the shadow of the Almighty. You are underneath, underneath his covering, his radius of his covering that he has. You, you're brought into that. And you have a divine protection over your life. You have a divine covering over your life. And the Bible says in verse 2, he says, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress. He says, my God, in him will I trust. And so you can now say this. He is your God because you're there. You're next to him. You're with him. You're, you're connected with him. You can't say uh, you belong to him or with him if you're far distance away. If you live a, a life that's away from or uh, displeased on him, there's no way you can say that he's your God. There's no way to say he's your Savior if you're not. If you're not abiding in Him, if you're not dwelling in Him, if you're not uh, connected and trusting in Him tonight, we must, again, get connected with Almighty God, again, so you can experience the benefits of dwelling in Him. The Bible says, surely, number three, surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the phylum. And so, He says, and from the noisome pestilence. The snare of the phylum, naturally, God wants us to fly. Uh, you read scriptures talk about flying high as an eagle. To fly high in your life, to fly uh, again in the soar in everything that you do. And so, listen to what he says. He says, You shall soar and fly. Uh, you can read it over in Isaiah, like an eagle, mount of wings as eagles. But think about the And the snare of the fire will constantly, 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 he will constantly swipe at you. He will constantly try to uh, capture you and pull you down. The enemy is good at that. I was thinking about a man and how they. Uh, again, he was talking about his friends are trying to constantly come back. He keeps his friends away. Why? Because they're trying constantly pulling them away. He wants to go up higher. He wants to go higher. But again, they constantly people pull him down like crabs in a bucket, pull him down. And, and think about this, uh, uh, the snare of fowling and sometimes even traps on the, especially the birds of prey that are birds that are on the uh, ground or whatever, or even animals that get caught up in traps and various things. They get caught up in the snares and oftentimes it blends in. It blends in. It's hard to see the traps that are set up, booby traps, uh, if you please, uh, military speaking. There are traps that are set up for you and I, but we have to see it. And, and 
And sometimes if you're not careful, you're not having a watchful eye, you will miss the traps that are set. The enemy will try to do whatever he can to pull you down. There are traps the enemy always does, always has planned and plotted for everyone. And so, but God shall deliver thee from the snare. God can deliver you, but you have to keep your eyes and your minds open. You have to keep your hearts and souls, uh, again, in tune with him. The Bible says uh, the, the, the devil will uh, set traps for us, uh, hidden traps uh, Again, and that we must keep our eyes open for. I remember in the military, they had they taught us how we had to really, really uh, uh, proceed slowly. A lot of times, walking through certain areas, and really just to have our eyes and, and our ears tuned up, and really just have a watchful eye because, uh, again, straps will be set for you and I. And and if we're not careful, we will get caught up. We will get caught up and naturally uh, get destroyed because of these traps. Uh, let's look at uh, perilous. He says also these, these noisome pestilence, uh, dangerous pestilence, harmful pestilence, harmful things. That should be talking about here, bugs and various things, but uh, things that are, uh, will destroy you, things that pests. You think about pests. Pests are, 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 are diseases and sicknesses that have oftentimes they plague the land. That God will use to plague the land. And he says God will protect you even when, when things like that come. God was telling you there's a divine protection. There's a divine covering that God has because you're dwelling in Him. There are things that happen in our world that, that absolutely miss, miss the body of Christ. They miss the Christian. Uh, again, uh, many times because we have a special cover of our life. The, the Bible says what? It rains on the good and the evil. Yes, it does. But again, there's a special divine covering that God has for you. And so pestilence that may come. Pestilence and things that will come and, and try to harm and hurt you. Even even on, on the flip side of that, just things that bug you, if you please. Pests are bugs. And people and things bug you at times. There are things that get underneath your skin and things that will constantly uh, uh, come after you. And, and they can be harmful to you. And so dwelling in God, getting in God's word, dwelling in his presence, dwelling in his spirit, these things won't bug you as bad. These things won't harm you and won't even be able to really touch you again. And so there were people that will pester you. There were people that things that will happen in your life that will cause, again, uh, uh, constantly uh, coming after you or whatever. And you say, God, I can't seem to get away of these pests in my life. But you know what? God will protect you along the way. And so he says, so again, let's read it one more time. He says, surely shall deliver thee from the snare of the foulest of the traps of the enemy and also the northern pestilence. Things that, are, again, can be harmful to the soul. Things that are, are attack that will come to end to try to uh, destroy you and I. The Bible says in verse 4, he says, He will cover thee with feathers, with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. He says, His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Uh, this verse here talking about trust. Trusting in God. Trusting in his word. Trusting in what he said he would do. Trusting, again, in his will. Again, many times people have trust issues and all these other things. They don't trust people on and on and on. But we must trust God. Trust God. And as you do that and you live for your life, naturally, again, God will touch your heart to where whatever comes your way. Your faith and your trust is in God. Your faith and your trust in God. We talked about how they don't put your trust in princes and, 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 and various people. Why? Because, again, the people will let you down. People will, uh, will let you down and, and really, uh, again, uh, can be very discouraging or very, uh, uh, again, uh, problematic at times. But again, so we must trust in the living God. If God, Jesus will never fail us. Again, when it's all said and done, that's the one that you can trust in. If all else fails, 
trusting Almighty God. But you have to learn to trust people as well. Trust God. Trust the people of God. Trust, uh, again, His will. The trust in the living God. And trust what He would say He would do. And the Bible says He will cover thee with, the, with His feathers. He says, and with His wings uh, shall I trust. And so I'm going to trust in the wings of God. You think about going to an airplane. You trust those wings. You trust the pilot. You trust what's going on. And that's what we trust in God as he flies the ship, as he flies and navigates your life, as you follow him and abide in him, abide in his plane, abide in, in, underneath his wings and, and jump in and get in with him. We trust in him that he will lead us in the right path. The Bible says he shall be a shield and a buckler as well, a protection. Trust his protection. Trust his covering. Trust God in everything, regardless of what's going on in our world today. God has you covered, if you please. Underneath his wings, he has you covered. He has every preacher a few months ago about God has you, has you covered. God has every aspect of your life, whether it's the salvation, eternal life, uh, empowerment, again, uh, provision, uh, covering every aspect, every need, God's got it covered. You just stay, make sure you stay in the will of God. The Bible says, again, danger comes when we don't only step outside of God's covering. It's a very dangerous thing to get outside of God's covering. Dangerous. I think about even uh, that's like a stray bird. A stray bird that will fly off and do his own thing, her own thing. Get away from the nest. Fly away and do his own thing and say, I'm going to do it how I want to do it. Oh, no, no. Uh, again, you think about this. Uh, uh, you see him a lot of times. You may see a, a baby bird flapping around on the ground. Flapping. Why? Because he fell out of the nest or uh, she fell out of the nest or she fell off the wings of the mother and hit the ground and now he's scrambling trying to be protected and actually there's a predator that will come in and scoop that thing up scoop up that bird that baby bird because because they got away from the covering of God we must stay underneath the covering of God God's got you covered it's best to abide in God it's best to serve God live for God the world cannot offer what God can I'm talking about the benefits tonight the world cannot offer what the Lord has in store for your life Get underneath his wings. Get underneath the protection. Get underneath that mighty, mighty wing of Almighty God. The wings of God. Again, um, that baby bird will fall to the ground and be wounded and eventually hurt and eventually die. Because it got away outside of the protection. So trust. Trust God. God's word. Uh, he's a shield, the Bible says. We learn, again, to, uh, to, to, to take this word. and You go back and read about the armor of God. How do we put on the arm of God? We put it on, and it's a place, a special place where God gives us a shield of faith to block things out and to block uh, the, the, the things that seem a certain way, to block it out and begin to move on and, and begin to be protected by the enemy of our soul, protected by this fiery darts of the Satan, fiery darts of this world. The things that attacks, attacks that come, you must have the shield and buckler. And God said he will be that for you. Again, so when we learn to trust God, it prevents a lot of problems. When we solely depend on God, say, God, I'm going to follow your, your lead on this. I'm going to follow your steps. Follow your will. God will do the rest. Number five, it says, be not afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrows that fly by day. So there it is again. So it's important to have that shield. It's important to have that shield. Why? Because it will block. It will block a lot of things that come your way. The terror by night. Not afraid because we know who's in control. We're not afraid tonight because we know in the nighttime God is in control. Some are afraid to even go out at night. Afraid to go out at night. Why? Because they're afraid of what, what what's, what's lurking out there. 
you know what? Again, we cannot be afraid. So I'm afraid to even go out their house. Daytime. It does not matter. The devil will have so many people in fear. The Bible says fear is torment. Fear is torment. And so he says they're afraid because, uh, again, but God, God is our protection. Afraid of what may happen. Afraid of this or that and the other. Afraid of, uh, again, challenges in life. Church tonight, we cannot be afraid of what the devil may do. We serve a God. We this morning, our last Sunday morning. We serve a God that's in control. We serve a God that's able. We serve a God that's, again, uh, 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 he has the enemy defeated in our lives. He has defeated the enemy of our soul. So why should we be afraid? He said, the Lord is the strength of my life. On whom shall I be afraid? He says here, the terror by night, nor the, uh, the errors that fly by day. He says, a constant attacks. Yes, there will be things that go on throughout your day. There will be constant bombardments of things that will go on throughout your day. And naturally, shots will be fired at your life. Things will come and the enemy will constantly, constantly bombard, bombard, but you're protected and you're covered by the Almighty God. Some of the benefits of serving God, the benefits of it. Again, these errors will bounce right off. These things will bounce right off. These things will, again, they go on in your life. They will, uh, will not be able, they will not be able to uh, penetrate if you don't allow them to. Because you have the covering, the armor of God, and the covering of God over your life. So don't be afraid. Number 60 went on and says, we'll move on. The Bible says, nor the pestilence that, that, that walketh in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. So again, there will be things, morning, noon, and day. <laughs> you got to stay guarded at all times. Guard your mind. Guard your heart. Guard your soul. The Bible says, a thousand shall fall. Number 7, shall fall at thy, at thy side. 10,000 at the right hand, but it shall not come not in heat. Things will happen all around us. People die. People happen. Attacks. People fall away. On and on and on. But you know what? It won't have to, it don't have to happen to you. You don't have to lose out. People may walk away, but you don't have to walk away. People may give up. You don't have to give up. Again, why? Because God is our protector. Stay in the will of God. Stay in God's plan. Stay in God's, uh, uh, underneath God's divine dwelling place. Talk about the benefits of dwelling places. So he says, "There's a divine protection that he gives." Number eighty went on and says, "With thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked." So you'll see it come to pass. It won't take long. It won't take long before people destroy themselves. Sadly, but they will. And you know what? It don't have to be that way. It does not have to be that way. People will eventually destroy themselves. Again, a lot of times people who even fought against the people of Israel. They eventually uh, harm them on their own self. People fought against Christ, fought against the church. And it's sad to say they eventually die a miserable death. Eventually live a miserable life. Why? Because, again, they fought against God. And sometimes it's, it's broadcast all over. Why? Because or seen widely because of their decision, again, to, stay, to get outside God's will. The Bible goes on and says, because... Thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. He says, There shall be no evil, no evil shall befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh to thy dwelling place. To thy dwelling place, to your home, to your house, to where you live, this old body you live in. Naturally, he says to again, God, God, because you do what you because God is your refuge, because you're resting in God, you're trusting in God, you're abiding in his hand. Underneath his shadow, if you please. You're, you're, you're in him. You want to be around him. You want to do his will. And naturally, the will of God will be there with you. The will of God will protect you. 
that God's plan and God's protection will do this. He says, no evil shall befall thee. So there's a benefit of serving God. And the things happen to people, yes, it does. But you know what? And if we, if we <coughs> die of an evil hand, you know what? Uh, we'll make it to heaven. The benefit is going to heaven, to be in that ultimate dwelling place. That ultimate dwelling place down here is just a temporary place. Not you dwell in the spirit. You dwell with him by faith. But one day, you'll spend eternity with him. And naturally, again, that we know evil happens to the believer. Evil happens to believers as well. There are persecutions that take place. There are, there are murders that take place. There are crimes that take place against the Christian. And naturally, again, so things will happen. You shouldn't have to be afraid because we are in his hands today. The Bible goes on and says, he shall, number 11, he shall give his angels charge over thee. He says to keep thee in all thy ways. And so God will send angels your way as well. Divine protection. I remember traveling down the road sometimes saying, my God, how do we get from point A to point D without crashing? How do we go all these thousands of miles, hundreds of miles without, without an incident? Naturally, it was close calls. And you say, man, that was nothing but God. There were times, naturally, we, we would fall asleep behind the wheel and on and on and on, dead tired. But God, but God protected us. But God sent angels. God protected us and led us and did things and covered us many times. You probably have seen miracles as well where God has sent angels to cover you. Uh, uh, and it really, Satan tried to quote this scripture. We covered it in service the other day. Satan tried to quote this scripture. He twisted it up. But again, we won't go there tonight. But the devil will try to use scriptures as well. He'll try to use scriptures as well. And again, we must use the scriptures and rightly divide them. The Bible goes on and says in verse 12, he says, he, They shall bear thee up with thy, with thy hands, least thou shalt dash thy foot against a stone. Uh, number 13. Well, again, that's God's protection. He was just showing you the results of falling. You would dash yourself against a stone. But God can send his angels to catch you. And, and the Satan had tempted the Lord this way. He attempted him to, to, to try to see if he would fall for it. But Jesus didn't fall for his tricks. Number 13, when it says, Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder. The lion, naturally, we know what a lion is. And the adder is a serpent, a snake, a scorpion type animal. It's a venomous type animal. And there are people who are very venomous. The Bible says the, the devil is like a roaring lion. Speak venom and they again roar. And they do all manners of things. The devil will roar, all, roar and roar and roar. Like we talked about the big bad wolf this past week. He will huff and he puff and he blows. He huff and he puff and he blows. It has, uh, he says also, a venomous sting. And we must continue to be protected. God will protect you from the venomous sting. We must be protected from the adder. Uh, remember the Apostle Paul, he, a snake jumped on his hand and he was able to shake it off. Church, we got to shake off the, the, the venomous vipers out there. The venomous vipers that will come and try to, again, latch on. And, and uh, spread poison into your life, church today. But again, just like Paul, he shook it off. Jesus told us another place about the disciples. He says, "You should drink no deadly thing." But the disciples were, were threatened to be poisoned. Jesus warned me. Said, "People may even try to poison you, but you know what? I'm gonna protect you." And you know what? Not only poison in, in the natural, but poison in the spiritual as well. They will try to poison your mind and your heart and your soul. Don't let people and things poison your mind tonight. Ask for God's dwelling. Get in God's dwelling place. Think on things that are pure. Think on things that are lovely. Think on things that are of a good report. Think on things that belong to God. Because the poison of the enemy is real. They can get in there and creep in there and destroy a soul. Destroy a family. Destroy a neighborhood. Destroy a people. Destroy a church if you're not careful. 
Let's look on. The Bible says here, the young lions and the, and the dragons shall uh, trample under that flame. So God will give you the power. The benefit of serving God, the benefit of dwelling in God, you are able to have power to tread upon. Tread upon. Stomp the devil. Stomp, again, the dragon. Stomp the lions. Stomp whatever coming your way. Keep that thing under your feet. Somebody has to live. go up higher. Go up higher in Almighty God. Go up higher. Go up higher. Keep things under your feet. Bible says here in verse 14, because thou hast set thy love upon me. And this is really the, how do you keep that benefit? How do I get this benefit? By setting your love upon him. Setting your love upon him. Focus on Christ. Focus on him. Oh, how I love Jesus. Make that your prayer. I love Christ. Love him with all your heart. Love him by living for him. Love him by obeying him. Love him by uh, walking uprightly before him. Show your love. By living for God. The Bible says, He says, I, I love them. He said, I love, He said, His love upon me. He says, Therefore will I do, deliver him and will set him on high. He said, Because thou hast known my name. Do we know his name tonight? His name is all powerful. His name is Jesus. His name is Alpha. His name is Omega, the first and the last. Jehovah. Whoever, again, all, all the names of God, deliverer, need meter. Waymaker, again, Prince of Peace. He is. I know his name tonight. Know who he is. Know what he can do. Get in. Get in the dwelling place of God. That place of healing. That place of safety. That place of protection. He said he knows my name. Do you know his name? Call his name. Call that name Jesus tonight. Call it. Get into that place when you're going through things. Get in. Call him. Say, Hey Jesus, I need you right now. Get into his presence. Get into his midst. I'm telling you. It will help you along the way. And so, again, we must uh, uh, pray to him, seek his face, and he will answer. He'll show up. He'll uh, speak to your heart. He'll uh, comfort your heart. He'll help you. He'll pick you up. He'll clean you up, dust you off, whatever the case may be. Wipe away your tears or strengthen you, whatever the case may be. He's able to come and show up on the scene. The Bible goes on and says, for I am, when I, he says, I will be in trouble. Number 15. He said, call, I should call upon me. And I will and I will answer. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. So God was saying in his word, he will come and show up in your troubles. He'll show up when you have a need. He will deliver. He will uh, bless. He will lift you up to where there will be no shame, to where there will be no uh, downfall to your life because of who he is. Because of what he said. Because he is our God. And because you are dwelling in him. The Bible says in verse 16. And with long life I will satisfy thee. Long the days of your life. You will be satisfied. You will be satisfied because you are dwelling in him. Dwelling in him. His plan. His will. Abiding in God. Underneath his shadow. Happy is the man that trusted in God. Happy is that man that is trusting him. Why? Because you're satisfied in Him. You're happy and content in Him. You're happy because He's your God. And no doubt, as you follow along that journey, you, 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 you trust in Him and say, All right, God, whatever your will is, I'll accept it. Whatever your will is, I'll abide in it. Whatever your will is, I'll find satisfaction in it. Because you mean no harm for me. You mean no evil for me. I trust in you. I'm underneath your wings. And he showeth him my salvation. 
And so God will show us salvation. God will show us. Again, because we're in Him. We're saved and staying in Him. We're dwelling in Him. It's a safe place. The safest place you can ever be. Do not get outside of what God wants for your life. Don't force what God wants for your life. Don't, don't, again, I try to twist God's arm for things that are not, again, pleasing or in His will. Do what God wants for your life. No doubt. Abide in Him and He'll abide in you. Amen. And truly, 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 you will be protected. The benefits of God just gave you a few protection, covering, defense, provision, on and on and on, salvation, again, fruitfulness, on and on and on. God, some of the benefits of dwelling in God. Dwell in God, live for him, serve him. If you don't know him tonight, give him your life. Give him your life, my friend. Give him your all, give him your soul. Give him your life. When you do that, you surrender to him and accept him as your Lord and your Savior. Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, what he's doing on the cross for us. Again, you begin to invite him in. And now he begins to abide in you. And you and him. And you become a part of the body of Christ. Again, so we encourage you, we encourage you to be saved. Walk in him. Stay saved. <laughs> Amen. And do the will of Almighty God. Stay underneath his shadow. God bless you. I pray. We'll see you. Thursday night in person. Come on out. Be with us. Come on out Thursday evening. Bring a friend. Bring a friend to the house of the Lord. Invite somebody. And no doubt that they can be blessed as well. God bless you.